0: Dairy! This episode of Hey Beautiful is brought to you by our Patreon- We're together so I can't mute you.
1: Oh, right, sorry.
0: actually in the same room today i was so excited all day i was very much looking forward to this caitlin is vaccinated af Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i am a shut-in still Mm -hmm. still living like it's march 2020 Mm -hmm. like and you are too like my sister's like oh we should go to this very popular place where you and i eat hot dogs oh they're open they're open yeah which is great but But i was like it's gonna be so crowded I'm just in very close, because it's right on the road, yeah, on the Yeah, there's no room. To, I mean, mm-hmm. how do you have six feet between you in line there? No. You can't. You'll be across the fucking street. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, you guys go. I'm all set with that. Um, but anyway. Yeah, we don't do anything. We, we don't do. My sister was like, you guys have been like the most careful of anyone I know. And I'm like, shouldn't, wasn't that? the point (laughs) wasn't that the fucking point like it's i'm not doing it well i am doing it for my health but like i'm not doing it for shits and giggles i this sucks
1: when chris was quarantining because he went to
0: new 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 carolina
1: Carolina. (laughs) north carolina yeah um people were like yeah but like he was careful like it's really you're still doing that like, yes, that was the p- point. And of- it wasn't
0: that far into it when Chris went, right? It was like last. Was it the summer? It was
1: August, yeah. August,
0: okay. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. So, yeah. So it's good to see you. So good to see you. Um, we just shot a very silly video that we are going to put up on Patreon, um, which is probably there right now. If you're listening to this, it's up on Patreon. We did the Fruit by the Foot challenge. <clears throat> and we also. Um, gave ourselves tattoos mm-hmm. in our mouth with... Um, <laughs> it was a bit everywhere, Not with anything real, with a fruit roll-up. So mm-hmm. you can go watch that. It was very, very silly, and it was nice to have a good laugh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> back to the actual universe in which we podcast... Um, we have a bunch of new patrons, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, one of them, I have to shout out special, my friend Sarah from college. Love you, girl. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hope that I get to see you at some point. We literally have not seen each other since college. So I'm so glad that, uh, you're listening and I miss you. Uh, also, yeah, thank you so much. It's, it's wild. And I think you're the, maybe one of three people we actually know who gives us money every month. Yeah. (laughs) In real life. Everybody else that knows this is like, oh, good for you. What's that? I don't know what that is. It's mm-hmm. like, cool, great. Um, also, thank you to Romy, Megan, and Alexanders. Thank you all so much. And Alexanders' uh, pledge came in in Euros. So Ooh. we are international. We are officially wow. super international. So thank you all so much. Um, a great way that you can support us without giving us A fucking red scent is to give us an iTunes review. So if you haven't given us an iTunes review yet, we would love one. We just got um, a super long one that I will read because it's a five star review, but there's a little shade in there. (gasps) And don't we love that? We love shade. I mean, it's not, I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't say it's shade. But he had an opinion about something he thinks we missed. In episode. Oh, oh. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So this is from Chris C. Thank you so much, Chris. Up front, Thank we you. love you. Two folks who really enjoy the show and always have some fun and interesting takes on the show while summarizing. Found this while starting a rewatch of Hemium and have not fully caught up yet. Almost done with season two. So okay. He's, okay. he's behind at this point. And while I disagree with some takes... They are really well thought out, and the only one time I've been disappointed- Ooh,
1: I, we let someone down, and I don't want to I know, right? I, I
0: know. Nothing. I know. Is during slap bet when they failed to point out how Lily was a terrible <gasps> slap bet commissioner. I feel like we said something about that, how it wasn't, like, how the fuck did she come up with the, the amount of slaps that she gave? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we may not have. How does Barney only get to slap Marshall three times when he lied and slapped Barney prematurely? or slap Marshall prematurely, while well, Marshall gets to slap Barney five or ten times just for prematurely slapping. Most frustrating part of the show for me, and they totally missed it. Do you want to cry right now? Yeah. I <laughs> don't want to be a downer, though, because overall, awesome podcast. Thank you, Chris. Um, yeah, well, I guess, I mean, we can talk about it now. The fact that I, I feel like there was more to it than just the slapping. I'm trying to think it's because, what did Barney do? Maybe not. Maybe it was fucked up. I, 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 I never knew how she came to her conclusions well, about how to do this I feel slaps. like because
1: it's Barney, so he automatically should be slapped just a few more <laughs> times.
0: Just a few more. And she's for married to measure. Marshall. I mean, is she really going to be impartial? And maybe it is.
1: Yeah, no, she's not going to be impartial for Marshall.
0: Oh. Uh, Partial for Marshall, yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you, Chris, and we love differing opinions. We don't yeah. ever want to let you guys down or make you feel disappointed. No. But no. we, um, as if you're if you're listening, you know that people who write in, everyone who writes in has has different ideas about the show and mm-hmm. different characters they love and hate and feel very strongly about. I mean, I was. I'm always surprised at how much people hate Lily. I know. You know, and, like, just do not have the time or patience for her, so. That always makes me feel sad because we love I her. I know. I know. Big so, fans. But thank you, Chris, so much for that iTunes review. Um, feel free to go on over to iTunes podcasts and give us a review, everybody, so we can um, continue to make you happy or disappoint you. Depends on what you want. Your choice. Your, your choice. Um, you can
1: be happy or you can be right. Oh, and look <laughs> – as my
0: aunt would say. We have another one <gasps> oh, from Mr. Exciting. Bagels 152. Oh. I don't think I've shared this one. So mm-hmm. this has always been my favorite show. My Ted Mosby's Star Wars, if you will, but I hadn't watched it in years. But after starting two of my own podcasts, ooh, I started to look for a How I Met Your Mother podcast and found this. And it's perfect. I love that Thank because you. that's exactly what I did. I went looking for a Hymnian podcast. Mm-hmm. I was not going to make one. And there wasn't one that I that was that was doing it regularly. So I didn't even know that there was such a like TV recap things. No idea about them. Um I love the K-Squared duo and their knowledge, and it's so fun. It got me to restart How I Met Your Mother after three years. Oh, great. That's awesome. And right now I'm binging all the episodes of this podcast, and so far I'm in season two, episode seven. Ooh, we got people coming up from behind. That's great. That is exciting. I might listen to the next episode as it comes out and just go back while each episode comes out. That's what I do with, with podcasts a mm. lot of the time. Anyways, loves the show. love the show. It's great. Thank you so much, Mr. Bagels. Thank
1: you, Mr. Bagels. Caitlin
0: just showed me her arsenal of bagels. Speaking of bagels... She has a a giant freezer. I mean, we have the same, the same one, of course, the same extra freezer. And guys, the amount of bagels. Well, I
1: do. We did just get an order, an order, a shipment. We did just get two dozen. The pallet just got dropped.
0: (laughs) Okay, fine. Came into the ship. Came into port. (laughs) Stay tuned at the end of this episode for seven legendary moments from listeners like you. It's low because I didn't put out a reminder because I'm a shitty person. And now let's get into the sexless innkeeper. This episode of Hey Beautiful is brought to you by our Patreon almighty five level members, Arjun, Adam, Russell, Tish, Johnny, and Ben. Thanks to all of our patrons for their support of this show. Our Patreon works on a sliding scale. You give what you can each month, and you'll receive all the perks we offer. Join for as little as $2 a month at patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod. ASMR time! ASMR! Oh, that sprinkle.
1: Speaking of crinkle, I got some
0: molasses crinkle. You do have molasses crinkle. I'm definitely gonna fuck with one of those.
1: They're still a little frozen. Um, Do you want a peanut butter? Oh, actually, you know what? You can have. You can take them
0: off. Oh my god!
1: And then I have one ginger we'd have to split.
0: No, no, no! The molasses and the peanut butter are great. If you didn't know, Caitlin and I are together today, and we and that means I get to eat from Caitlin's hoard (laughs) (laughs) from Rachel's cookies and treats, which is so exciting. Mm-hmm. So I'm about you, to. Yeah, what are you gonna try today? I'm about to bu- to get into this peanut butter because this is one I haven't ordered yet. I don't think. I know. I usually just I'm like obsessed with the iced lemon ones. I know. They're so good. They're gone. I was trying oh. to save one oh, for oh, you. I'm fine. Mm. Crumbly, buttery, peanut buttery. Mm-hmm. Their peanut butter cookies are Absolutely fire. Good. I like never would pick peanut butter like out and about. If I was presented with a cookie tray of sorts, I'd pick this one i
1: are really good. We like peanut butter cookies in this house. I've made them before.
0: Yeah. Chris enjoys them. But these are... Um, what, what makes them so good, Caitlin?
1: I don't know. I think it might be... That they you can really taste the love mm. and the fact that they are handmade in small batches with mm-hmm. all real ingredients and no preservatives. Yeah, but I think maybe it might be the woman's touch.
0: The Oh, because is Rachel's cookies and treats that's a woman owned business, right? It is,
1: it's a small family owned and operated woman owned and operated business.
0: Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. So, I mean, there's really no downside to supporting them Mm-mm. and. Because you are a listener of this podcast... We're going to sweeten the deal. Hey! (laughs) You get 25% off your offer if you go to racialscookiesandtreats.com and and use our special promo code, which is HBFAM, all caps, HBFAM. So you can get 25% more cookies.
1: That's how we look at it.
0: Yeah, and they ship everywhere in the continental U.S. We have had European uh, friends of the show tell us how jealous they are that they can't get these cookies. So, I mean,
1: if you're in the U.S., friends, and you have the opportunity to order these, what are you waiting for? You already have 25% off.
0: There are people in Europe who are starving. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're not laughing at your pain. No, no. It's just a funny thing that I said. (laughs) We're not laughing at your pain. We're just laughing at how funny I am. (laughs) But treat yourselves, uh, treat your friends and family. Mm -hmm. It's almost, as we've said, it's almost Easter. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Easter, Caitlin. Happy Easter, Caitlin. So get your cookies. Um, and yeah, you'll feel better, I promise. This is season five, episode four, The Sexless Innkeeper. It first aired on October 12, thousand nine. Our director is Pam Fryman, and our writer is Courtney King. Lady, Lady writer! writer! <laughs> is that the first that's the first one of two thousand of season? Four? Five, right? I think so. Courtney, we love you. And I'm you. excited to talk about this episode. It's a very well-written episode. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Lots of rom-com tropes, which I love. Very fun. Um, so I can't wait. So let's get into it. So during the cold open, we get everybody at the bar and Ted is in this tweed jacket. So he's he's really trying to figure out what his style is mm-hmm. <laughs> as a professor. We've seen the vest, that was not good we've seen a really cute blazer great the tweed for me is a little far but he's he's living it right now
1: i like i don't know if i love it for ted but i love that look
0: you love the tweed with the the the
1: patches Mm -hmm. i like Mm. the sweater vest underneath like the colors of it of like them like it's usually like maroons and navies Mm. and Mm. like those earthy natural colors very
0: hunting like fox hunting situation yeah 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 yeah.
1: um i want him to have on like kind of puffy yeah like the riding pants yeah Yeah.
0: black boots it's getting (laughs) (laughs) sexual over here (laughs) um so ted's adamant that girls love this look um and robin is (gasps) we learned a little something more about robin which is that um someone (laughs) in her past was a predator, <clears throat> her creepy 10th grade math teacher. And I, we don't know if it was with her or with somebody else, but there was tax evasion as well as some other, some things. other things. Yeah, um, Lily's looking radiant this whole episode. The oh. whole. Because oh, I kept running, like, she looks
1: amazing she looks like my, every like, fucking I, scene. Chris and I watched it last this past weekend and I was just like, can we just like look at her for her a minute? Her tan,
0: the highlights in her hair. Everything. Just effortlessly gorge. I, the best one for me is the last, where it's like almost like that electric. It's like periwinkle. I don't know what color that is. There's something about. I don't know what it is, but that gives it that electric
1: quality. But yeah. when colors have that, and it's just so saturated mm, the and
0: saturation. Like, yeah. Ugh, even her, like her pants, like the den with crop. the with the, the cropped. Oh, what a moment! What a moment! We'll get there. Okay. So, um, meanwhile, while Ted's you know getting his. A plot going. Marshall and Lily have invited Barney and Robin to a tripla for a couple's night to the to the rarely seen apartment.
1: apartment, Yes.
0: Um, And we find out that they've been trying for years to make couple friends. Couple
1: friends are hard.
0: They are hard because you have to equally all like each other. Mm-hmm.
1: Or, because that's off, not very often where you're able to get like a good match. Yeah. So usually somebody has to like give a little bit more and be like, all right, fine. Like I'll suck right, it up right, and hang right. out know, with her
0: or right. with him. Exactly. I know. I'm and trying then to think if we the, even have anybody. I mean, we like, probably Zoe and Chelsea. Well, we had Sarah and Casey, but yeah. RIP. We They're not dead. They just moved We away. were trying to figure out who who we have but in every
1: dynamic there's somebody that one of us is a little bit closer to yeah
0: well and i think that that's that's normal but uh yeah it's it's tough to find and it's tough to for no one to get sick of anybody and yeah yeah
1: and then we and then if like the couple breaks up that can be (sighs) devastating because you are could lose a friend
0: Mm -hmm. or two friends two friends yeah it's it's a it's a tricky minefield but yeah you do want people to do couple things with because mm-hmm. you do just start living a different kind of life you know you're not like pace. Ted out all night all the time i mean some people and couples like to do that stuff still but you need you want someone that's on your level that can like you know talk about coupley things mm-hmm. like you know we're buying a house together and what's your mortgage <laughs> like in that first season of how I met your mother when they're talking about the 30-year fixed mortgage. Like, oh you just God. get into a, not that you have to be that boring, but you get into a place where you you want to have stuff in common with the people you're hanging out with. And sometimes if, you know, you're single, you don't want to fucking hang out with married people all the time. No. And if you're married, you might not have the stamina to hang out with a, per- a single people all the time. That single stamina is real. It is. It's real. I got to sit down. I got to sit down. I'm going to go home. Yeah, (laughs) Fuck this shit. Tired. Fucking hell. So it turns out (sighs) the reason they've been struggling so much is that they suck at it. Because I was wondering why Ted and Robin didn't ever go over to like hang out with them. But they didn't really have the apartment yet while they were together. And then Marshall and Lily weren't really together when they were together. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they kind of were two ships passing. But we do find out that Ted has experienced this with other girls. Um, at least offhandedly, he mentions that. So we get to flashback to all these times where Marshall and Lily have just been absolute thirst buckets trying to win over these couple friends. And you know what? You know, it's it's indicative of the fact that they never dated other people.
1: Ooh, that's a really good point. I didn't think about you that. You know what I mean? It, yeah. ju- it just
0: came to me that like... They didn't have to have chill when they were 18 and they got together. So they're not good at finessing other people and like, sl- like easing into things because they just went right away, love of my life, married. Well, not married, but. That makes so much sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they are not, they don't know how to date. I remember when Chris
1: and I started dating and I realized how different grown up dating is mm-hmm. from high school. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Just because you go out with somebody doesn't mean they're your boyfriend or
0: your girlfriend. Right, right. You have to have the conversation. Like, it's weird. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not just implied. Yes. So, yeah. So, Marshall and Lily do not know how to date, even after all these failed attempts. Um, And I love that we get to see, like, all these different people, including Ranjit and his wife. I know. So sweet. And I remember, like, in season one... They saw a picture of Ranjit's wife, and apparently she was hideous. This lady is not hideous. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous, gorgeous. So, I mean, that was a a throwaway thing, obviously. Um, but it was good to see Ranjit again. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen him in a while. Haven't seen him in a while. Hope we get to see more of him. Also, the um,
1: the first flashback that we see of Lily and Marshall Mm-hmm is in 2007, and they should still be in the apartment with Ted at that point. Oh,
0: that's right, because she's got those fucking bangs. Mm -hmm. Because 07, when did they buy Doa Satripla? It's like 2008, I think. Okay, because she did have the bangs when they bought the apartment. But they couldn't live in it. But they couldn't live in it. Yeah, they didn't have anybody there because the house was crooked. I was just going to look it up, and I was like, nope. Good job, gumshoe. We're here together. Smart. Yeah. But yeah, so I was thinking about why Ted and Robin never went over, but and you were thinking about that stuff. So look at that. How about that? How about it? We we complete each other. Um it made me feel really uncomfortable to see Marshall and Lily like that. <sighs> like just so, so out of their element, like just pleading with these people they didn't know, and then the other people being so uncomfortable wanting to leave. The fucking Have oh you God. been in that situation where you wanna leave? Yes. Yes. Yeah, and it, it was it wasn't like a forced couple thing, but I do have one friend who really isn't that much of a friend anymore. But she like will not let you leave her house. Like she wants everybody to like stay all night and sleep over and get up in the morning and keep hanging out. Like nightmare. Yeah, exactly. So it's no, never just like well dinner happens so people will be out of here in like within an hour i told you i
1: need to plan if someone's gonna come here i need to have like a finite activity
0: and an exit strategy yeah well that's why i like doing brunches because it's not at night liz is not a night person you know no. you know she turns yeah. into a pumpkin
1: she's so sweet right
0: but mm-hmm. it's like ooh, had a couple mimosas just hanging out. And then people are like, okay, it's Saturday. I want to, like, go, do, go, go yeah. do my day, right? It's not like I have nothing else to do because it's bedtime. It's just, it's worked out a lot better. But then we got Corona, so. I um, know. So over, we see Marshall and Lily setting up for this very important double date. Mm-hmm. This isn't just some people down the hall. This is Barney and Robin. Like, this should be their best couple, their friends. Best couple friends, you know? Um, and I feel the panic that they're in to like, pl- the panic to please is what I wrote down. If Chris
1: were around here, he would start laughing. You could ask him about any time we host, like,
0: people. It's a panic. Mm-hmm. I I said that mine's gotten better since Prozac. Yeah, um, mine's better for sure. Mm-hmm. But I really, um, you just want everything to go well. You don't want people to be bored. And so there's just like that over planning. Mm-hmm. And before before my anxiety was controlled, there was a bit of competitiveness to it as well. Hey, you I can win. I can admit that. Like one of our couple friends, they're they're awesome. Um and one of them is, like, very, very good at hosting and always makes something. And, like, she always brings, like, brownies or something with her. And it just feels like there's this little competition between us, like, very friendly of, like, who's going to make the coolest thing? Mm-hmm. Who's going to make the best dinner? And it's, like, unspoken. So, yeah, it's, like, this unspoken thing. And, of course, our wives benefit, right? Because we're yeah. constantly fucking making shit and sending it home with the other one. Mm-hmm. Um But I, uh, there was a point where it was like stressful to me to like have them over because I was like, how am I going to top this thing? And how, and now I'm just like, you fucking, what you see is what you get.
1: You know? My Sharon, my friend Sharon, Mm -hmm. um, you've hung out with her. Yeah. She was in a book club and it was very much competitive. (sighs) And she's like, you know, everyone had like the Martha Stewart, everything. And she's like, and I show up with my grandma's German potato salad recipe, like in like, right. Just some bowl I had. It <laughs> yeah, on.
0: right, right. And it was just not. I can't. Thing. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that like toxic woman shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, all set. But I do. I do like when people like things I make. You get it. Yeah,
1: I love to feel. How's Italian that? How like, is that?
0: You like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just okay. Great. Great. Well, I'll never make that again. Thanks. <laughs> Liz is like, it's good. I'm like, you fucking hate it.
1: Great. So I, I, the boys would just offer unsolicited feedback sometimes. <laughs> oh, we don't, we're not here for that. That's not what no, we want. No, no, So now I had to have a conversation about that. And so now I'll say feedback and I'll say that I'm open to it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I never want feedback. The only thing I want to hear is this is the, the most delicious I've never thing I've any, ever heard.
1: That's of, you have to eaten. cook for Chris because he just loves everything. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, and he just like eats everything like... <sighs> Oh my gosh, she's so good, so good. Liz, is, really Liz
0: good. is a little more t- of a tough crowd because she likes the food to taste the same every time that I make it. And I'm always like tweaking it a little bit. Like if I have a recipe, I might like do this a little bit differently or add some like red pepper flakes or like try something a little different and she'll yeah. be like, what'd you do different this time? And like I can she tastes it face. and I'm just, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, because her mom had a set of recipes, made the same thing. I go there, I get the same eight meals every time I'm there. You know what I mean? Made the exact same way. The exact same amount. Like they're just very regimented people. So she when she hears that I'm making something she the expectation been. is there. Right? But and then I'm like I did this different. And she's like That's not what I wanted. I wanted this. But then she tries it and loves it. So it's like this, this push and pull if you will. But I'm like fine you fucking hate it. You fucking hate me. You don't want to be married. Just fuck, it. fuck off. <laughs> You're going to call the lawyer now. Aren't yeah, you? right. Great. Just throwing out of the garbage. Just really a, a real stable person. Really, right here. really healthy. Um, so yeah. So they are in this panic, um, especially Lily, who has like so much to do. And they have these stories, these like stories planned for each of like the stations, which I love. Like, if we're at the Margarita Station, you got to talk about Cabo. And
1: first of all, I'm how like, how would they not know about their Cabo trip? Right,
0: right, exactly. And like also though margaritas and hot apps at a party no i was like i would fucking stay forever no well what hot apps mm, that's true i didn't like what lily had what was it there was prosciutto wrapped melon oh yeah no and
1: then something wrapped like it was like
0: i feel like the second one i liked but yeah that it was the prosciutto of...
1: melon something scallops
0: oh yeah and
1: scallops and then a Something lobster ravioli in a black truffle oil. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm no, like too,
0: too fancy. TikTok
1: goes the Gouda clock, though. Yes.
0: I want the Gouda. I want the Gouda. I fucking love I want Gouda. the margaritas. I love a Gouda. I don't know about the hot apps. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. like,
1: ship a cocktail weenie? Love that. Here for it. Yeah, right. Like
0: a little piggy in a blanket?
1: Yes. I'll take that all day. I'll take the the egg roll variations. Bitch,
0: the Southwestern egg rolls from Chili. From that small town Mexican restaurant, you guys. Chili. Can I
1: just opened my mouth to say egg roll, and Kate had already clutched my arm. Because
0: <laughs> that is what I was gonna say. Fucking love those things. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you so, gotta go the trash hot apps. Thank. you. Okay. Yeah.
1: There's a restaurant in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The- yeah. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Great. Yep.
0: Got it. Sounds, Sounds like we're playing charades.
1: Uh, you and Robin's team. <laughs> um, and Chris is um, goalie for his hockey team. Yeah. And I, and who was just like, I love him so much. Like, he loves to craft.
0: Oh, like, okay. You, you would never,
1: like, we had a whole, guess. he came with us to get pho, And mm-hmm. afterwards, mm-hmm. it was snowing. We went to Michael's. Yeah. Chris, Chris Nico, and I. Yeah. And... Nico and I shopped for crafting materials. And he came over and we used the cricket. Oh, and like it just cute. A, I love it. I love it. Um, but we, we've gone there after like the hockey games and we split the appetizer platter because <sighs> it's like all the things. It's, you know, the mozzarella sticks. Yeah, gotta go to
0: Mott's. I'll take it straight out of the freezer. Drop it in the fryer. I don't, I'm don't. i not, ain't too proud to beg. No, no, no. I don't need the square. Like, don't get fancy. I love it. I'll eat that.
1: Yeah. But I don't need it. I just want the cheese to be breaded and fried. And I want the cheese to come out.
0: There's nothing worse
1: than when you bite into it. It's just like the the breading comes off. And it's just just a
0: string cheese? Polly, no. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Oh, we're talking about hot apps. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: oh my God, I don't even know where all the going.
0: setup seems seems like, for me, it, it might be a good party. Like, it might be okay. But, like, this is Robin and Barney. Like, they're not fancy people. So, like, what? They're trying too hard. And it's
1: Robin and Barney. They know They that. know like, these they people. Should, it should just
0: be a hang.
1: It really should. Get the
0: booze out. Order a pizza. Like, just keep be it trash. fucking cash. Yeah. Keep it cash. Um... So, meanwhile, Ted's alone, and he's hitting it off with this girl at the bar, and she's, like, asking him questions about being our professor. So, he's, like, really feeling himself, and it's always good when Ted's, like, really excited, because we know it's just not going to go <laughs> it's well. It's not good. Um, and we get this quote from future Ted saying that um, sometimes it seems like everything's working out, so we find out that this girl's like, oh, you say you live upstairs? And we see... Uh, Robin and Barney leaving the party, so happy, oh, let's do it again sometime, which we've all said at the end of a terrible date. Um, and so you think everything's gonna be okay, but... Yeah, it, like,
1: jumps. Oh, shit, but it's shit. okay? Yeah.
0: Okay. So we think everything may be working out, and finally everybody's happy, but where yeah. would the show go from there? Um, and this is where we get the dating versus double dating sort of set up, that, that they're both kind of on the same path, like, Ted is the Marshall and Lily and vice versa. Um, so Lily and Marshall, poor things, think they nailed it and they do a little high five, but then we get a very jiffable moment of <laughs> Robin shooting herself in the head and it's splattering all over I Barney's Barney face. Barney wipes it yeah. off. It's so good, so fucking good. Great moment there.
1: The next morning, um, at Ted and Robin's apartment, Ted checks in with Barney and Robin to see how the night went. And Barney tells him it was brutal and starts to kind of go over the, the evening. And we get to see this really awkward side of Lily and Marshall.
0: Um, Yeah. Very, very new character development that I didn't, that I did not expect.
1: They're just, they seem like Marshall to me seems the most like at ease with himself, like Mm -hmm. in general, while the characters. Mm -hmm. So to see him so uncomfortable and out of his element was kind of tricky.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: You know, it, it's Robin and Barney walk in the door, and Marshall just starts blurting out an out-of-context story about Sammy Hagar eating a waffle, and and then Lily's just shoving plate after plate of yeah. food. Marshall is going on and on about the Gouda, which, you know, Ted explains because Lily only lets Marshall pick out the cheese, so he gets really possessive over it, and right. Um, he gets really frustrated with the egg timer when we already know that he's very competitive with games and it's this awkward <sighs> interaction where he's trying to fix the egg timer and Lily's trying mm. to stall with her friend who she should just be able to like talk to. she's like uh Robin, you're in TV like you're yeah. having
0: technical difficulties like it's it it kind of reminds me of like people who are really funny and then you turn on a camera and they're like, a completely different person like something about this environment yeah th- has gotten them both like out of their skin it's very weird ted he tries
1: to defend marshall and lily but after hearing about it was the best night ever.com <laughs> ted is really speechless and um we get to see these pictures that really show what the evening was like yeah and stark contrast to the lyrics about it being the best night ever.
0: And how does does Marshall look at those photos and not see the dread and terror on their faces? It's so bad. Like, they're looking at their watch. They're looking at every...
1: They're just not having fun. Um, One thing, when at the end of the song, when he asks you, are you free, are you free, are you free, are you free? The October calendar is really fucked up. I don't know if you've ever... Oh, is it? it? Yeah, it goes from the 10th to the 15th, the 14th, the 13th, the 14th, the 15th. What the fuck? Why? I, I do not know. That's like, so weird. In my head, I'm like, are calendars copywritten? And I'm just like, no, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> They're fucking calendars. It's a calendar. Damn it. That's like, so it weird. Was really, it was
0: really weird, and are I'm you not free, sure. Are you free? Are you free? Are you free? Are you free? Next Saturday. Are you free? Like, every... All the songs are catchy, though. Like, you can't deny it. I've been singing them for, like... At Funeral. funeral. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, so yeah, you were saying, yeah. it was an accident, <laughs> and not entirely my fault. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to me- I off. can't.
1: I was just going to do the meow. <laughs> I'm laying in bed, two o'clock, can't sleep, i like,
0: meow. <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> but even, like, the Mushu Pork song, uh, like, because we get all of them. The for Lily's, Lily's mom. Them. Like... I guess it's Marshall jumped from charts to photo to montages. He's, like, upping his game. You know what I mean?
1: I, and I have to say I absolutely love.
0: Yeah. I would love to get those. If I got like,
1: yes, I would have loved to have gotten any of those videos. But, um. Lily made some cranberry. Lay, 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 I was thinking in this shower. Um. Yeah, so Marshall and Lily are like completely clueless that it was a shitty date, and um, you know Ted's like, "Why would you just blatantly lie like they're your friends?" I'm like, "Well, that's what you say at the end of any any crappy date, right? Like, Thank you, I had a great night. I'll call right. you again just to, soon. Just get out of there. Just yeah. to get out of there." And <sighs> no sooner do they say that than we see the girl that uh, came upstairs with Ted. Basically, running out of the apartment saying the exact same wording that Barney and Robin used to right. lie to Marshall and Lily. So we know she wasn't into him. At she doesn't all.
0: even have her shoes on.
1: No, she's like, I think her hair's wet. Yeah, yeah, She's, yeah. Like, yeah. God, she's just like, Bye. No icon. Yeah. It. Yeah, real tough. Just beeline. Yep. Um, tread, <laughs> Poor Ted, Ted. I know. Ted's like awkward and he's like, Well,. He starts talking about how like she was really turned on by him being professor, and they came upstairs, and you know, well, actually, she wound up falling asleep on the on the couch. But you know, it happens. That happens. And Barney's like, "No, it doesn't." Doesn't. And so then we find out um, that Ted has actually become the sexless innkeeper, and Barney even has composed a poem. about his last encounter with <clears> the <throat> sexless innkeeper. And it's set in olden times because obviously it is a poem. Yeah. Um and and so the sexless innkeeper basically is it's like banging for roof or what was we Banging saying?
0: for Roof, that's the one that I put down. Um parachuting was it? Something like that. Something
1: or paratroop paratrooping doesn't make sense. That's a thing. Like I don't know, banging for roof, banging for roof, which we'll it's just, like banging for roof adjacent. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, you go home with somebody, n- don't sleep with them, but yeah. just because you need a place to stay. And so we get this amazing, amazing poem from Barney, where he is stuck at a bar in Queens, and there's this this barkeep, and she eats bones, <laughs> she, she
0: swallows, swallows the, the
1: bones. <laughs> And I love the sound effect for that crunching. I know.
0: I said that I wish that Marshall had played her. I thought it would have been amazing. I know. That would have been really good.
1: Um, but yeah, so basically Ted is now the sexless innkeeper where people are using him for his location to the bar because he's right upstairs. And, and she, she
0: was in Westchester. Yeah. There. And so are you. I love how he ends <laughs> the poem with and so are you. So fucking good. It is so good. And we get um, the line from Robin of it's usually the innkeeper who offers the turndown turn down service. service and they do the windmill high five yes. with no look. They're, they're amazing. Um, before we go on to the next scene, there are a couple little moments here. Robin, this is a great episode for Robin. She's just very... She's on. I love when they let Kobe be funny. Um, yeah. Like when they talk about the food coming out. This is probably one of my favorite Robin lines and it's very small. But... but um. You know, Barney says, we had a couple tacos outside the subway. And she's like, P.S., not Not sitting sitting great. great. Yeah. (laughs) And I love her face. And, like, that shows, like, the level of friendship that they have. Exactly. Exactly. Very informal. She's basically like, I'm going to destroy your bathroom. Just giving you a warning. (laughs) I got a Boston Bruin. (laughs) There's a Season 9 reference for you guys. Um, We also get the the cheese. The Gouda is actually a runner. We're going to see more of Marshall and his... His Gouda. Oh, it's so good. Coming coming up in the next uh, season. So stay tuned for that. Um, I
1: love how excited he is about Yeah,
0: don't sleep on the Gouda. I, I love a Gouda.
1: The the Gouda.
0: I don't like a smoked Gouda. I like regular Gouda. I don't, yes. like, I don't like smoked flavored things. Not me either. We have a smoker. Oh, whoops. I
1: I just said, Chris is talking about <laughs> separate smoke. I'm like, I don't even like the flavor of smoking <laughs> that much. He's like, what?
0: Smoked meat, but smoked cheese for me is, is too I'm far. Just, Fine. Um, and then the last little bit was the barkeep reminded me of the weightlifter. Yes. And I right? I
1: started to do some research to see if they're the same actor. And I just I got really sidetracked.
0: Yeah. For me, it was just more that like you never see your face. Yeah. So that was that last little bit um, down at the bar. Lily comes in with great news. She has booked them a couple's weekend in Vermont. The height syrup season, which is a fucking lie. This episode's timelines are fucked, because syrup season is in the spring, and this is in October. I know. Mm. Which I wouldn't have known if I didn't make syrup myself. Interesting. And I mean, it's,
1: it's a good time for the fall foliage, but beautiful not time for, that. for the syrup.
0: For the hike in the Long Johns, absolutely. But you're not getting syrup at that time of year. The height of syrup season is like April. Fascinating. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. We have gotten a lot of syrup, by the way. I mean, enough Maybe to last us, not the whole season. Are you gonna
1: like do any like
0: special like infusions with the syrup? Mm-hmm. Probably not. We eat a lot of waffles. I love waffles. I make a mean Belgian. We like, like whipped egg like whites. The smaller. Not mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we do the fluffy. I I just love waffles. the crispy yes. fluffy. Me too. So mm-hmm. good. I'll I'll fuck with an ego. Let's just be serious. Uh, same. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> okay, great like we don't know like we didn't grow up eating the exact same fucking thing um so at this point it's too much for barney and robin to keep going because they are not getting up at fucking 6 a.m for like like we used to do little on the table
1: we want lunch we're such assholes mac
0: and cheese just swallow that whole disgusting um your mom should have just killed us all so um yeah so barney and robin just like can't keep pretending everything's fine because they're about to have to go on a fucking BN- B&B weekend. To Vermont. to Vermont. Like, that's,
1: like, ultimate couple... Yeah, and
0: that is far from New York City. Yeah, that's fucking far. So um, Barney pulls out a breakup story, which is that, for some reason, the U.S. Navy has asked <laughs> him and Robin to investigate... Underwater under, aliens. It, underwater it's aliens. Like the uh, plot from Abyss. Right. And so we see oh my god the abyss I, we watched it at your house yes. that was fucking horrifying i know jesus christ I think about
1: it often. when he
0: has like the amniotic fluid in his helmet right yeah. that's that i one.
1: still think i'm like is that possible right there's a line said like when you breathe underwater for nine months you just learn to do it again i'm just like and he
0: for a little bit he's like oh, and then he fucking figures it out fucking ed harrison it's that scary. is that is scary. but that's like the only part of it that i remember is the helmet you don't remember like the face the amniotic no oh, okay it's literally just the amniotic fluid in the helmet for me it's the it's amniotic it. fluid in the helmet for me <laughs> <laughs> hashtag gen z um okay so um lily doesn't buy it but you see marshall there's like a glimmer of hope that maybe it's true because how cool would it be mm-hmm. um and then um what says robin says it's not us
1: Oh, it's no, she says it's not you guys.
0: It's like they oh, can barely not, do the... Oh, it's not you guys. Like, it's not... Like, this is just not for us, basically. Yeah,
1: like it's hard enough for them to be a couple.
0: It's hard enough for them to be a couple. So, we're again, we're seeing these cracks in their coupling, and they're both just... They're starting so far behind everybody else when it comes to, like, learning about this stuff. Um, yeah. And then Barney's like that, and also the alien thing. And then it's on to the apartment. Okay.
1: And I'm oh gonna yeah. Have another butterless cookie. Go ahead. Um at Marshall and Lily's apartment, we have another kind of breakup scene with the big ice cream tub and it's mm-hmm. Marshall and Lily crying. They can't believe, you know, two spoons, two spoons. <laughs> that was cute. Lily uh, can't believe that Marsh that um Barney and Robin broke up with them because they're just so lovable and Marshall's like the me to inner me, like the dark yeah. one. No, we're not we're ugly we're ugly and gross and he's like you know we're so you know what 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 did they do wrong they did you know all the right things and mm-hmm. marshall lets it slip out that he made a video <laughs> montage and lily scolds him for sending it and told him that he had to really stop doing that so you know kate and i kind of went off on a tangent before but oh yeah it
0: was this that point yeah we got them all.
1: but apparently marshall had gone through a phase where he would send a a song set to a photo montage to his friends and professional colleagues so his co-workers (laughs) were getting these videos as well which is just too much for me i wrote out the lyrics because i just kept singing the songs
0: order chinese food today some Some mushu mushu pork pork sauce got away Flip the cushion now, everything's okay. I mean, it's a fucking great song. It's, it's a fucking bop. Do you think he wrote it? I hope so. That's a story I tell myself. And then there's, you know, it just,
1: I mean, he's written songs before and it feels like. It feels like a
0: Jason song.
1: Yeah, it's it's silly but catchy. But
0: we could look it up, but we're not going we're to. Not going so to. Um, if anyone else wants to look it up, feel free. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, we know that we're familiar with the other ones. Yeah, we've already. It was an act. But the thing is, like, you start singing I'm it and you can't. It's really my fault. Cat funeral. No. Thank you. Yeah. Cat funeral. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I miss you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so good.
1: I love that. It's going to bring us closer together. <laughs> Meanwhile, you see the cat
0: leaving the apartment and dying dying um so Mar- but, but but keep that in the montage yeah <laughs> don't go look for the and cat
1: and mom lunging oh. at marshall
0: at the funeral. funeral at the cat funeral <laughs> um
1: hell. so not before long marshall and Molly start to Sorry. blame one another um you know right and, but marshall points out she made a, a rookie mistake it's about <laughs> right around the city before the vermont <laughs> trip everyone knows that Oh God! They have this routine that never works. It never just, works. You know, if it's broke, why fix it? Yeah, right, right, right. Um, and so you know, <laughs> Lily says, you know, you just had one job. Marshall then turns it around. He's like, oh,
0: what? What was did she say? She said you had. Oh, what about the egg timer? You have oh, one, one job. job.
1: Thank you. I'm like, what did, was, was it? He was so offended. Oh, the audacity! And, he's, and he goes, oh, I guess that Luna just in.
0: Slice itself up. <laughs> and the way he looks it. At her. Yeah. And if you watch the extras, they barely got through that scene. Like they had to do so many fucking takes because they were laughing. And it was not three. Not, not four. four but, but five
1: sturdy cheese bearing crackers. <laughs> like he took so much pride in his, his- scooter. Yeah. And I, I mean, honestly, like I love cheese and crackers. It's one of my favorite. Hell things Oh yeah. Eat. It's a safe bet. Throw
0: a pepperoni in there. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <clears throat> so they're in a fight. And this is, this is the beginning of Marshall and Lily sort of measuring themselves against Barney and Robin. And, and we're going to see some friction mm-hmm. happening within the couple as they're, you know, trying to navigate having another couple in the friend group, which is yeah. completely new. Um, so at the bar, we find out that Lily and Marshall haven't been to the bar all week. And that's a long time for these people. Yeah. So Ted is finding himself again in the role of having to teach these two how to be in a fucking relationship, how to be people and humans, and that they need to apologize for what they did. But they just keep teasing him about the tweet. And about the, the tweet and the sexism All the sex:ness
1: has made you wise.
0: Yeah. And don't charge for Wi Fi. It just makes you seem greedy.
1: I love them. I love Barney and Robin together know. when they're like
0: when they're cocky. Yeah. Oh yeah. One one of my favorite episodes is coming up. Bagpipes. Ooh. Right. Yeah. When ch- 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 <laughs> the fucking skiing. It's so good. Um. But Ted Ted says to Robin, "You can't ignore a problem. You know that, Robin." And I'm like, Robin loves ignoring a problem. Like yeah you're saying this to her like she's gonna change anything
1: no she's like i'll keep doing this right
0: but something that ted said obviously got in their heads because later that night they go over to the apartment and we get this classic rom-com scene of like the one that got away and then you go and you think that you're still in control and can take them back and they only open the door a crack because someone else is already there and usually it's because someone's like in their bed or whatever right um but here we have Marshall and Lily have found Pie and Shay. Honestly, I'm team Pie and Shay. I am team Pie and Shay. I am team Pie and Shay. I'm, like, sad that we don't ever see them Me, too. They... But they deserve better if Marshall and Lily were just going to leave them in the dust like that. But they love them so much. And for what, though? Like,
1: they still never got, like, Marshall and Lily, they need a couple that's more like them. That's
0: more like them, yeah. And, well, maybe... Maybe off camera, we don't see them hanging out still pie and Shay. That's I mean, true. these, they were such sweet people and they live in the building, right? Do they I, live in the building? I can't remember. Or just they moved Loof. here from a Hawaii. I'm assuming. Because like, where else where do else you, meet you meet people? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so Pi and Shay are there and they're just having a great time and they love the Gouda. Pie loves the Gouda. Pi loves the Gouda. Um... And now Barney and Robin are the ones that feel left out, and Lily just like grabs, grabs the, the ball, bo- yeah. <laughs> shuts the door, and I love you. Don't see much of it, but her frilly little top, gorgeous, like off So beautiful,
1: yes.
0: Um, so now it's the the tables have turned, mm-hmm. as it were.
1: At McLaren's, um, Robin and Barney actually bump into Marshall and Lily, but they're on a double date with Pie and Shay, and it's really kind of awkward. Yeah. And, you know, they're only there for that quick beer before they go on a boat ride around the city.
0: And they both have two beers in their hand. Yeah.
1: And, you know, they again, they don't want to jinx it, but they just might be the two.
0: Right, right. And, uh, and it's like seeing someone you've been with with the next person that's clearly so good for them. Yeah, and they're happy and...
1: And, and so now Barney and Robin are the ones feeling rejection. And so we get oh my God, a so version of uh, it's all by ourselves. All by ourselves, yeah. And we see Marshall and uh, Marshall. We see Barney and Robin. <laughs> see, I can't even put them together as a couple times. So So we see Barney and Robin Walking around the city and everywhere they go, they see double dates, people on tandem bikes. for four people. four people. I just love oh the bike God. just keeps going. That's so funny. Um, they try to go to a restaurant, but it's a table just for two. Kind of like when Marshall tried to have brunch. Brunch by himself. Yeah. And, you know, that's also, again, a lot of like rom-coms kind yes. of thing. Where you, where
0: everywhere you look, there's love except... Where you or like reminders
1: of like that person? Yeah, just so much of that. Yep. And so the mm. next thing we know, we have Robin and Barney crying and eating ice cream. And I love when they're binging on all the snacks yeah. and like trying to find other couples to hang out with, <laughs> but they can't taboo call. Yeah, re- right. References. Suddenly they want to play taboo. Yeah, they don't want to play games with other couples.
0: They just don't have the option now, so they yeah. feel buttered about yeah. it. Yeah,
1: and Taft gives Tef the ted gives them the some tough love and says you know what you guys are a couple you know like it or not and you need to do
0: stuff with other couples yeah um so do then, do the- yeah so we cut over to marshall and lily's and they're having a great time playing twister with pie and shay and this is where we see lily's outfit the, the electric periwinkle, we'll call it, because I don't know what to call it. I don't I know, don't know what shade either. that is, but it's gorgeous with, with her hair and her skin. Bitch, you she get glows. It. She glows. She glows. This episode, I don't know what they've done, but I love it. Um, and we get this beautiful romantic moment for this for this platonic, you know, double couple, right? Mm-hmm. And they open the door, and there's a little egg timer there, you know, a little reference mm-hmm. to. What went wrong on their date, right? Mm -hmm. And they follow the different egg timers down the hallway, and then they get outside, and of course it's raining, so it's very season one, right? Yeah, and it's this big romantic moment, and it's it's Barney and Robin standing in the rain with the egg timer, and they just say, "Ding!" (laughs) It's so I love their faces.
1: It's so this scene is so. Dramatic
0: and that rain is coming down so hard they're,
1: they're soaked in seconds, <laughs> they're like fucking drowned <laughs> and they can't even rats. see I And they're like, like <laughs> dang!
0: It's so <laughs> over the top. I love it. And you see Marshall, he's like indignant, like he doesn't yeah. want to break because they've hurt him too badly before. And um he's like, We have a perfectly good couple upstairs right now. So what are you doing out here in the rain with us?
1: And I love how everything is, like, made plural. <laughs> yes! And then, what
0: is it about a bad
1: boy and, and girl. girl? The, like, monotone yeah. robotic. Lily, or Allison Hannigan, is just so good. Uh,
0: it's so funny. It's, like, this is, this is like, huge hat tip to Courtney Kang because the writing of this moment, like, uh, it just feels like so many rom-coms. And it's, like not like it's over the top mm. but not
1: in a way that's like it's just funny the whole yeah. time it yeah. doesn't ever feel forced or like no. all right like oh you, my god you, you already did that you know like- and no
0: one's done an egg timer like that was just so silly and cute so i love it i love it um and we hear barney say the words that marshall's been <laughs> dreaming of we'll never sleep on the gouda again yeah. and oh, they awesome. all hug yeah. And it's like when it's like when Marshall and Lily got back together, just like the the people upstairs are completely forgotten. Yep. Hi and Shay, show yourselves out. I don't know. They just leave. And also, that happens a lot because in season one with OK Awesome, they both went to the fucking club and just left. Yeah. <laughs> and these people just kept playing Trivial Pursuit for the Wedge. <laughs> Those fucking dorks. Fucking Tannins. The fucking Tannins. Right, you want to do the after yeah. the cut?
1: <clears throat> so we have a very excited Ted who sees Barney the next morning, and he has an updated poem. And uh, basically, he tells the story of this woman whose Her eye said sin. Or <laughs> I love that. Like, yeah, She, she does like, that really well.
0: That was really <laughs> cute. She
1: was very, very good. So basically... <clears throat> um, Ted ended his tale of the cyclist innkeeper. He found a woman who was pretty turned on by him being a professor and
0: turned on by tweed. Oh. Gross.
1: <laughs> so gross. Yeah. And he ends up. Oh, hold on. I got to plug that in before the computer dies because it oh, always
0: needs shit. to stay plugged in. It's at 89. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Kate, it really does not matter. Don't, don't, don't rest breathe. on your laurels. Yeah. I've done this is <coughs> season
1: five episode four done this too many times
0: to have it happen again
1: um and yeah so we see her actually at the bar uh, so we actually see her at um ted's bedroom door and she has on like you know the long uh button-down shirt and she's over um at the doorway and kind of like coyly asks him if you know the p- professor's gonna come back to bed
0: it's amazing to me that the women always fit in the guys' shirts.
1: You know what? <laughs> you I put know? on I put on Chris's pants and they fucking fit me. Like sometimes right, they're right. a little tight.
0: I I don't think I've ever been in a situation to wear my partner's clothes. I would just fucking Chris Farley out of them. You know, like yeah. it's just. But you grow up thinking like that's what it's supposed and to you're be. You're cute, yeah, and you, and you, don't. you don't. You don't. It's just Hulk. It's just out of her stuff yeah like, you know chris has pants people are different like, sizes sweatpants
1: that i wear regularly because yeah. they're comfortable yeah and they
0: just yeah but you're not like in his like button down no, shirt no like that's no. such a male and thing that and it's not like with.
1: big on me and right like, right just that fits. was not
0: ted's fucking shirt no he's a slight man
1: i wonder if he just like has it planted or something Ugh, he would he
0: would he would um <clears throat> so yeah so Ted
1: kind of like skips back to his room and says, I love being symbol- single just as Robin comes out the door and asks the asks Barney if he's ready to go to brunch
0: and then Bar- it hits Barney. Like, what have I done? Yeah. He's like clearly so envious of Ted in that moment. And he's realizing the repercussions of getting in a relationship. Mm-hmm. He's probably He's probably not going to be able to do that anymore. He's been sleeping with the same girl for a little bit of time now. And it's kind of like when Lily was living with him and it just slowly he slowly realized that they were living like a couple, mm-hmm. you know, and it like he loved it and was very comfortable. But then it's like for some reason he like got pulled out of him out of the moment and realized like oh, this isn't who I am. But it's like, but if you like it, it yeah, is who you it, are. Just let it be right, who you are. Right. Don't fight it. But there I mean, I think there is an element of like Barney being addicted to that lifestyle, obviously. Yeah. Like it makes up so much of who he is, so another crack. Another crack in their relationship. That's true. Like, what is he, is he going to blow it up? We don't know what's going to happen, but clearly he feels, at least at the end of this episode, that... What have I done? It's a mistake. What have I done? Which isn't something you want to hear. No. As a girlfriend. No. You know what I mean? No. So what did you think of Sexless and Keeper oh, Caitlin? So good. So good. So good. I... Sometimes I forget what the B plot is, and I'm like, oh, Sexless Innkeeper, like that's like a fine story. Like it's it's not my favorite, but I love the the Marshall and Lily and Barney Robbins. To, p- to plot. me, Sexless Innkeeper that's probably the B.
1: Yeah, it's just a catchy title, but really, it's just like the end cap of like the the episode. Like you hear a little bit about it in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, and that's kind of
0: yeah. And then they like make fun of Teddy. I guess it is kind of like the B plot, even though they named it after them. Yeah um but what else would you have called it right you know right have you ever been the sexless innkeeper
1: no me neither I've never lived on my own on my own oh that's right
0: really yeah yeah I like just serial dated I didn't I don't think anyone ever came over that wasn't like you know DTF yeah it was never picking someone up at the bar although I did live above a bar so I very I've in East Greenwich I definitely could have been the sexless innkeeper I was Ted Mosby for a second there
1: Sounds like an opportunity, opportunity missed. Yeah.
0: An opportunity missed to have a girl just sleep on my couch and not want to b- make out. No. I'm, I'm kind of glad I missed that opportunity. That probably wouldn't have felt great. It would have sucked. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm upstairs. Like, ugh. Mm. no thanks, Rhode Island trash. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just a little less little glamorous. Roadie. Um, so let's get into these legendary moments. Like I said, we only have seven tonight, but we're okay with that because yeah. it's almost eight thirty. Um, so go ahead. You can start here because the next one's from a French person. I was going to say, you bet you're reading the second <laughs> one. All right. Our
1: first one is from Johnny. Johnny writes, hey, K&K, this episode is the episode that I have the closest connection to the <gasps> Hemium universe. Ooh, okay. There's a YouTube video of the song, Best Night Ever. It is a play off the video of the band Extreme, More Than Words. Here's the story of my connection. When I was two, we moved from Brazil to the U.S. We moved into a town called Hudson, Mass.
0: Oh, my God. My f- best friends used to live there. I've never <gasps> lived in Hudson. Bitch! <laughs> one of my best
1: friends. All right, there we go. <laughs> when I was four, we moved from one place to a triple-plex house, one residence on the ground floor, and two upstairs. We lived on one side, and the other on the other side lived the Bettencourt family. One of their sons was Nuno, who ended up being in that band Extreme <gasps> and helped write that song, More what? Than Words. Wow. My sister told me that my folks have pictures of us sitting on the curb with Nuno playing guitar. We lived at that house for a few years. Wow! He and the band would invite my sister and I to shows and concerts until the lead singer left the band to sing for Van Halen for a bit. And that, kids, is how I'm connected to him. Yeah.
0: Cool. That's so cool. Yeah, I have seen the YouTube um, video of yeah of cat. Of, is it oh for of best night ever? I have seen Marshall doing that on YouTube. Have you seen it? Yeah, no, I yeah, have, yeah, yeah, I have.
1: But yeah, yeah. um, oh, that's so cool. My Legmo is the website of Marshall watching Lily's mom's cat and the cat funeral website. Those are fantastic. Johnny B.
0: And shout out, I'm sure, to Alec Lev who made those all those websites so happen. Good. Um, I'm sorry. That's okay. That, Next sorry. up is Cécile, one of our friends from France. And she says, bonjour les filles. Bonjour, Cécile. Uh, I'm back to tell my legendary moment of this episode, which is entirely a Legmo. Every second. Oh. The episode is a a legend. Every second of it is hilarious. It's so hard to choose, but I have to. So I choose the cat funeral song. Oh, and crap. Sorry, I have another one. It's when Robin puts her fingers as if she had a gun and makes her head explode. And how Barney reacts as if he's wiping away the blood. The way they are... So in symbiosis, good word, is my couple goals. You could say so in sync. Um, (laughs) Once again, let's talk about how stunning Lily is this episode. Mm -hmm. I want her tan so badly. So true. true. Dude, let's get like fucking tan mom this summer. Sure. (laughs) Caitlin's like, don't threaten me with a good time. Let's look like fucking baseball mitts. I want to look like leather. I want to look like leather. Conditioned. Oh, I just have one question for you: Who plays charades? Love Cecilia. I know. I, I don't think anyone plays charades anymore. I mean, we played charades on our live, yeah, which was fun, and we'll do that again. But I do not play charades with my friends. No, we, you
1: play like Cards Against Humanity or Apples to Apples. Like mm. Way back then, right, know?
0: right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway,
1: Emma writes in: "Hey, beautiful ladies, my legendary moment for this episode is cat funeral, 100%. one hundred percent." It's never not been funny to me. Also, both Robin and Lily's hair looks so good this episode. Robin's,
0: Robin's hair definitely
1: looks better. So much better. Instead of like this weird, like... Yeah, but it still looks like the same
0: cut. Yeah. So I don't... Know if it's a wig? It just looks too thick to be her real hair. I know. It looks like... There's something going on. And it's like... There's something strange <sighs> in the neighborhood. Yeah, I don't like you it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, so next up is Tish. She says, hey, K&K, this is another season five classic for me. And my legendary moment has to be when Lily and Marshall find Barney and Robin in the rain. Like all those scenes in romantic comedies. The parody of classic rom-coms was just really funny to me. Regards, Tish. Absolutely. That's such a good one. Same. It's going to be hard for me to choose. I
1: know next up is carlin
0: um and carlin writes in barney voice
1: what up my ledge mo for sexless innkeeper is a tie between in cabo i saw sammy hager eating a belgian waffle (laughs) that's written all caps no spaces perfect
0: just how we said it
1: perfect or the super cheesy rom-com couple y makeup in the rain. Stay beautiful, Carlin. P.S. I hope you enjoyed this episode by eating not two, not three, but four different types of sturdy child bearing childbearing
0: crackers. I think that's in the the bloopers that Marshall <laughs> accidentally says childbearing crackers. Or Lily says it when she but like, You're a, a child. Childbearing- yeah, you're a childbearing cracker. Yeah. Love. Um okay, next up is David M Oh, sorry, I didn't hit sure, more. That's okay. Next up is David M. And David says, I love this episode. Easily one of the best Lily and Marshall episodes. And I honestly believe that setting up this couple's double date night is the real reason Lily was so insistent on Robin and Barney becoming official. Absolutely. Of course. That's why she was. She has been so thirsty. I mean, Mm -hmm. since Barney said that he was in love with Robin. She's been planning. Right. This whole thing. Uh, Legmo to the Gouda. (laughs) Show some damn respect to the cheese. You think that Gouda just walked itself right through the door? sliced itself up. Thank you, Caitlin, for the sound effects. And arrange itself in a perfect semicircle, along with those childbearing crackers. <laughs> Super ledge mode to all of Marshall's songs. Easily my favorite Marshall moment of his, of his in the whole series. It's such a hilarious Marshall thing to do, and they're so well made. Cat Funeral is the best one by far, with so many bad decisions in the entire process of making that video, and it's glorious. Um, Legmo to the all by ourselves montage. So funny to see a currently happy couple commiserating over being alone and especially the waitress. Only the two of you. (laughs) Like it's a weird thing for a couple to go to a restaurant. Micro Legmo to Ted's 1800s mutton chops. Honestly, super good look. Yeah. Yeah, We didn't really talk about the hair in the 1800s. Barney had like a George Washington wig on. It was like his Samuel or his Barnabas look. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh. Next up, we have Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. No. <laughs> um adam did not like this episode at all and that's okay that's okay adam writes i'm not a fan of this episode at all i think the plot point is boring mm-hmm. and i tend to skip it but i live i'm assuming it's love, love yeah. the end where tad gets laid the girl comes back and says i'm ready professor and barney realizes what he has done yeah. stay safe your friend adam
0: yeah without that little bit at the end this could be just like an evergreen episode they put anywhere but like is this going to change something? We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. So what's your legendary moment for The Sexist and Keeper?
1: Lily's Last Look and the oh. songs. Good
0: ones. I'm going to give it to... Or... Yeah. God, there's so many. I know. Marshall? Marshall and Lily? Marshall Lily, yeah. Team Marshall and Lily. Um, I'm going to give it to the to the romantic, the rom-com ending, I think. And just like the rom-com trope throughout Dang. the whole thing. Yeah, it's just it's just so good. It is good. So um, well done. Yeah. So thank you everybody so much. I am really excited for next week. We are going to be talking about dual citizenship, which is an amazing episode. So send your legendary moments to heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com. And you better do it now because I might not on a reminder. We'll see. Yeah. Um, thank you to Rachel's Cookies and Treats as always for being our sponsor. Thank you, Caitlin, for sharing your cookies and treats with me. Um, Appreciate um, it. As If you love this recap, please leave us an Apple Podcast review and be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening so you never miss a recap. And we hope you'll come back next episode because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gordon and Caitlin Turner. Our intro outro music is by Owl All.